Hi everybody, time for the digital marketing news this week. Sorry I missed the last couple weeks. I was on vacation with my family. I'm excited to be back. I'm pumped up for 2021. I hope that you're pumped up too. Uh, I think it's going to be a good year. Putting out positive vibes. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into it. I've got a lot of stuff today. Going to try to go through it fairly quick. First thing is Facebook has revamped pages. So this is a big deal. Facebook came out, they decided they were going to revamp pages. Here's what they've done. So for starters, the new layout emphasizes the number of followers instead of the number of likes. So you can actually no longer see how many likes a page has received. Um, also, biographies of page managers are now more accessible. That means users can easily get information about the person behind the curtain. So go in and make sure that you update those things. Also, there's now a dedicated news feed for pages, which is kind of cool. So I could log in as my John Lincoln marketing page and I can see my own news feed associated with that page. It's gonna make it great for engaging as a page. So now all of you Facebook page managers out there are gonna to have to basically engage and work as your own person or as the page and, and engage you know, within that, that feed. Um, you might've been doing that before, but now at least you have your dedicated news feed. Next thing, you can easily um, do account switching. So you can navigate from your personal profile to the page and back with ease. There's improved management tools, so assigning admins is easier, um, ads, insights, stuff like that. And then there's more actionable insights in Facebook Insights. So you can understand your audience better, gain more insight on how the content performs and so on and so forth. And also there's more safety and integrity, which is great. So uh, you can detect prohibited content such as hate speech, interesting. Um, post promoting violence and sexual content uh, on your own page. So that's great. I know a lot of these big brands have been wanting that for a while. Next thing, Google explains how its URL removal tool works. This was kind of interesting. Um, so John Mueller from Google, who's kind of the spokesperson on the SEO side, he came out and said that this URL removal tool, if you don't know what it is, it's a tool that allows you to, to take a URL out of Google, right? But what people didn't know, what they wanted to ask is how long does it stay out of Google? So here's what he said. The URL removal tool in Search Console just temporarily hides pages from the search results. It doesn't remove anything from the index. Sometimes these pages just take a while to be re-indexed, and usually those are less frequently shown in search results, so few people see it. So it removes it but for just a little bit of time, and it could come back, which is, uh, yeah, so it just temporarily blocks pages. Next thing, Harvard, good old Harvard, came out with a study um, on the relationship between prices and ratings. I find this very interesting because I just made a video on the YouTube channel on perceived customer value and how to uh, get more, uh, sell your products and services for more by upping the perceived customer value. But this study relates to that in some ways. Let, let me tell you about it. So if you're delivering a product or service at a high price point, you really need to be delivering outstanding quality. Otherwise, your ratings might suffer, right? Kind of makes sense. But the findings of the study said um, that restaurants with high price points had similar average Yelp ratings to restaurants with low price points. The upsc uh, up upscale restaurants received an average 3.6 rating while the family dining joints received a 3.4 rating. And they interpret this as a suggestion um, that rating uh, our area function of, that rating area function is, is a function of both quality and price, the author says. So we find that the increase in prices leads to lower ratings. A 1% increase in price leads to a 0.5 to 0.14 decrease increase in ratings on a scale of one to three. So the more you raise your price, the more your ratings are gonna go down unless you're really, really good. 
So just be really, really good and you won't have to worry about any of that. You always need to focus on the customer and be relentless about that. Next thing, WordPress now powers 40%, almost 40% of websites out there. It's the leader of the pack. This content management system is now used by 39.5% of all websites on the internet. That's crazy, especially when you hear about the runner up and how much market share that they have. It's pretty crazy. So that's up from 35% in 2020. So more people are adopting WordPress, which I didn't know if that was going to happen or not. I, I kind of thought there'd be another player who came in and took share, but they took more share. Um, so if you're uh, if you count sites that only use a CMS, WordPress holds 64.1% of the market. That is amazing. So guess who's in second? Guess right now. Who do you think it is? Shopify, Shopify, this business that came online and became a billion dollar company over the last, you know, five, five years or so is in second place with 3.2% market share. So, um, however, but it says, but believe it or not, Shopify is not the most popular e-commerce platform on the planet. What do you think is the most popular e-commerce platform? It's not Shopify. Okay. What e-commerce platform does WordPress use? Trick question. Do you know what it is? Okay, it's WooCommerce. It's not a trick question. It's just a question. WooCommerce. So WooCommerce is used by 4.9% of web all websites, and it powers more than 28% of online stores and retains the title as the most popular plugin in all of cyberspace. Congratulations, WooCommerce. You were super wonky like three years ago, but you've gotten a lot better, so I'm happy to see that. Next thing. This is maybe the biggest news of the week for you SEO people out there like myself. Google launches Question Hub in the US. So now you can get even more information on your content marketing strategies because Google recently launched this thing called Questions Hub, okay? Previously, it was only in India, Indonesia, and Nigeria, and this platform allows you to explore the asked yet unanswered questions via search. So you can use this, you can find all the questions that people are asking, but they're not answered in search. And then you can go to it and you can submit a page from your website. You can drop in a link and you can say, hey, Google Question Hub, I answered this question on this page. Please include it in the index. That's how you do it. You don't write an answer. You actually give them a URL, um, sources say. So, wow, what's going to happen now? Are we going to, do I need to go to my computer over here right now and, and find all the questions and just start plugging in every answer that I've written to every question that's out there? Maybe, I don't know. Is it a race to who does that first? I, I hope not, it sounds crazy. But yeah, check out um, Question Hub. It sounds like something that all of us SEOs and marketers should be looking at. Next thing, Facebook shares tips on lead generation. Okay, I found this kind of interesting. Thank you, Facebook, for doing that. Here's what they said. Lead capture, ensure all your audiences understand what they're signing up for and why. You need to emphasize your unique selling proposition. Next thing, lead magnets. Give before asking. Offer a freebie in exchange for lead info. Next, landing page. Make sure your landing page matches what you've offered potential customers. Facebook also suggests that you test different landing pages so you can know which ones have the highest click-through rate. Obviously, you got, you got to be testing a couple landing pages a month, everyone. Next thing, lead scoring. I found this is interesting. They came out with this because, you know, there's upper funnel micro conversions and then there's mid funnel and there's lower funnel macro conversions. And they came out and said that you need to think about lead scoring. So create a lead scoring matrix. So if somebody's downloading your white paper, maybe that's a one. But if somebody says request for quote and they put in a budget, that's a five if it's qualified. But um, that's what they talked about on the lead scoring side. 
And they also came out with a graphic showing what an ideal lead generation ad looks like. So that's cool. All right, a couple other things. Um, Google Search Console follows redirects. Did you know that that was the case? And they show the redirected page. And if you block the redirected page, it makes it so that um, you have an issue there and it won't, um, it won't index either of the pages. So Google Search Console follows redirects. Google came out and said that recently. Um, next thing, the Apple iOS update is coming out soon that's gonna block all these Facebook ads from the extended network. So make sure you keep that in mind. Also, Chrome, Safari, and Firefox are going to be blocking third-party cookies soon, uh, so keep an eye out for that. That could have a big impact on programmatic advertising. Chrome is the most recent one to be joining that. And you've got Core Web Vitals that are coming out in May. Core Web Vital update in May for Google. You need to make sure your site's super fast. It's passing all the Core Web Vital um, vitals, right? And then our marketer of the week was Sharon Cook, CMO of Federal uh, Home Loan Bank for the new affordable housing program that they just launched. Super cool initiative. And then finally, um, we are doing our Rising Stars and Marketing Awards. I'm super pumped up about this. For all of you new marketers, it's your first five years in the business. You are a rising star. You're doing some awesome stuff. We wanna give you credit here at Ignite Visibility. Go and tell us or tell us about your friends and apply on the website for our Rising Stars and Marketing Awards. We got some great prizes for you. That's it for the digital marketing news this week. Good to be back. Hope you're having a great day. Like, comment, subscribe. I love hearing from you and chatting with you online. See you next time. Bye.